Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hello, and thanks for joining me. This is Jenny Cressman, the host of whatever we're going to call this show. We're in the process of transitioning to a new name, but the final selection has not yet been made. In fact, if you want to weigh in, hop on Facebook and look for the author Jenny Cressman page. Then scroll around until you see a big fat bagel, where you'll find a list of possible names. Currently, the favorites are Jenny's World, an obvious choice, and Everything Bagels, a fun choice. The show isn't about bagels, of course, but it is about everything or anything. Maybe one day I'll interview someone who's a bagel aficionado. Who knows? But never fear, my dear, no matter what name we end up with, the show's format will remain the same. Conversations with interesting people who are doing interesting things. And the current theme music will also stay the same. Jesse Cook's Bogota by Bus. Well, that is, it'll all stay the same until we change it. Anyway, on with the show. My guest today is Carolyn Wagland, and I'm so glad to have her in the studio because we cross paths occasionally, but not nearly enough. <laughs> in fact, I think the last time we saw each other was, oh my gosh, like right near the end of COVID. It was Halloween night. <laughs> Halloween night, yes, and you were moving. <laughs> I was moving, and you so graciously helped us out. You moved our canoe. <laughs> But the best part was on Halloween night, we had trick-or-treaters coming and going. Yes, yes. And you decided to hand out some books that we could no longer take with us. Okay, I have to blame your husband for that. I think, you know, he said, what are we going to do with all these books? You want them, Jenny? And I said, no, um, let's give them away. (laughs) Yeah, the kids were happy. The parents, maybe not so much. (laughs) These bags are heavy. Well, yeah, and they were were beautiful nature books with lots of pictures. So I let the kids pick which ones they wanted. You know, the dinosaurs went first. (laughs) It was awesome. It was was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're settled in Port Sydney. Yeah. So that was a transition in your life from Huntsville to Port Sydney. And you'd been in Huntsville how many years? Oh, my gosh. Um, Probably, I'm going to say 17. Okay. I I gauge it by Kaylee's, my daughter Kaylee's age, because she was Uh nine months old when we moved up here. Okay. And you moved up from where? From Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, we were uh, in the city for quite some time, Uh um, but just decided the sidewalks were looking kind of mean and it was time to move. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and so now Port Sydney, not so many sidewalks, even as Huntsville. (laughs) (laughs) They have a few. They have a few. uh, Lots of dog walkers there, Ah. um, for sure. But it's a great little community. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, and so transitioning is a little bit going to be, I guess, the theme of this show then, because you're transitioning from... A career of over 20 years as a professional graphic designer. That's right. Yeah, to doing some other stuff. Yeah, just kind of exploring some of the things that I really love to do, which Mm -hmm. are, you know, more illustration based things, digital Mm -hmm. illustration, manual illustration, painting, um, just focusing more on the the art part Mm -hmm. of uh, the graphic design career, which when those jobs came along, they were so much fun and yeah. they were the best gigs ever because you couldn't you could just draw a picture to express whatever you needed for the the campaign or whatnot. So that's yeah, that's the exciting part of what I 
what I do. Okay. So in your work as a graphic designer, a lot of people in this community will know you for work on, for example, the Huntsville Festival yeah. of the Arts brochures. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And those were illustration based yeah. um, because I was the artist for the festival mm-hmm. um, and that... I did twice, which was such a privilege and so oh, much fun. And unusual. Usually they didn't have to, you know, the same person do two, very rarely. Yeah, they had me do work on anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, the 20th anniversary, I believe, was the first one I did. And it was so much fun. And the graphic I created and illustrated was just to represent the festival year round. Mm-hmm. Um, all all the seasons. And, and so I did that. And, they, and that was this Dancing Sun? Uh, it was the sun, yeah, sun, yeah. moon, and yeah. sort of like mm-hmm. uh, winter theme, summer theme, right. and lots of anything engaged in. Like, lots of color. Art lots elements. Of, lots of fun. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they took the next step of having it animated. I thought, oh, that's oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, but the second time around, I thought, I'm going to do the animation. It's so much fun. <laughs> so I did the animation and worked with Sarah Spring, who mm-hmm. created some music for it. And what a fun, fun process. It was great. Excellent. I loved it. So what year was the second one? I don't I think I remember the both? years. I just I'm going by I know I did the twentieth and mm-hmm. the twenty fifth. Okay. Um, I believe for their anniversary. So they seem like big years for the festival. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It was it was great fun. Well they're they're into thirty or thirty one, I think now, aren't they? Yeah, I believe like they're celebrating yeah. another anniversary. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Such a yeah. great. It's interesting to see how the festival is evolving, just like everyone's career path evolves. Yeah. And yours in particular now yeah. is shifting into something that I guess is really your muse. Nature and gardening yeah. is, is a muse yeah. for your artwork. Yeah. Thank you, COVID, for giving me a little bit of shift and change <laughs> in direction. And uh, COVID was such a strange time. Mm-hmm. Um but it gave me a lot of time to paint and create. Um, at the same time, I was trying to figure out, I had lost my job as a marketing coordinator at that time. And I thought, oh, okay, well, what's next? And I was on Facebook, as I often am. And I, this ad came across from Landscape Ontario Grow Program, which was to kickstart you into a horticultural career. Um, so I took the course and I could relate to my kids who at the time were doing online learning mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't understand how they could fall asleep and be absent from a class that they were taking <laughs> online until I, d- I did this uh, 40 hours a week program uh, and I could fully understand just turn <laughs> off the video yeah you're getting a little sleepy just tune out so I could understand it um but the outcome of that was uh, ultimately working at a nursery, a garden mm-hmm. nursery, which I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of was a point that brought me a little closer to nature. It mm-hmm. was a very rural location where I was working outside of Port Carling at Brackenridge Nursery, and it was great. It was just, you're on the farm, you're talking to the birds mm-hmm. and the <laughs> frogs and the, um, just a lovely, lovely, peaceful atmosphere. Um, but uh, yeah, I worked there for two seasons, mm-hmm. and a uh, bit of a drive, though. A bit of a drive, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to come a little closer to home, and mm-hmm. uh, thankfully this year has provided me a couple good opportunities to do that. 
Um, okay, well, so yeah. the one opportunity that is really going to be out there more prominently, I think, is the Nature Designs group that you're part of or, yeah. or duo. Yeah, it's uh, called, uh, so naturegardens.ca is the website, and mm-hmm. it is uh, working with a former colleague of mine from the nursery. And we both are really passionate about um, pollinator gardens, protecting the environment, and sort of in retrospect, when we looked at the work that we were doing when we were sent out to um, uh, clients' places, you know, we're using these gas-powered blowers mm. and trimmers and things, and um, just felt that there was a kinder, gentler way hmm. to do the gardening. Mm-hmm. So our focus is working with nature uh-huh. as, as opposed to manicuring nature, Okay, which, um, uh, you know, it's a little controversial. A lot of people have this traditional notion of what is a beautiful garden or lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a fantastic conversation with a um, a girl from a nonprofit organization whose role it is, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of it, but her role is to get farmers to plant more uh, pollinator-friendly um, areas on their farm oh. to, to regenerate some of uh, the, the land and, and things like that. Uh-huh. So uh, we had fantastic conversations about transforming lawns, um, just simply the very act of transforming a little bit of your lawn into a pollinator-friendly garden or mm-hmm. growing food or something like that just does, you know, huge things. So creates- when you t- we talk about um, pollinator-friendly plants, yeah, are they also deer-friendly? Because <laughs> personally, that's a big issue for me. I, yeah. I tried to plant some nice flowers and the deer just to eat them. They eat them. <laughs> the, the deer eat everything. Um, there are, you know, with exception of a few plants here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a matter of balancing yeah. ecosystems too. I mean, we, the development in mm-hmm. Huntsville that's going on right now, mm-hmm. I am seeing so many trees mm-hmm. come down. It's mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Yeah. And with those trees coming down, little ecosystems are being affected dramatically. True. You know, yeah. the deer are looking for new places to go, new places. New, it's, yeah. yeah, deer have always been a problem for gardeners, of course. But so are there some plants that you can suggest that deer are not going to want? <laughs> okay, so uh, without naming any specific plants, basically um, uh, deer do not like textures. It's like, it's like, okay. it's like if you think, um, what would you like to eat or whatever? Uh, maybe as humans, we, we like the smell of food or whatever, but yeah, but the I'll deer eat don't like, I, like I'm pretty open. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so the deer don't like a lot of texture. So oh, okay. sometimes cone flowers can put them off because of the oh, spiky. Kind. Sure, but, sure. But in the early comings or the early days of yeah. uh, those cone flowers, like echinacea or whatnot, mm-hmm. they're not developed enough. So like uh, we, we've uh-huh. had people say, yep, the deer ate it all. Okay. Uh, so they eat the sprouts before the plants have a chance eat, to defend. To form their own defenses, They'll probably really. eat it when it's more tender as opposed to when it's a mature plant that has the spikes and things sure. like that. But smells. Smells. They, um, if it's a perfumey smell, they they won't really like that. Okay. Um, Russian sage is one mm-hmm. that I know that the deer avoid. Um, but I've been hearing stories of deer eating more. So I don't know. We're, you know, impacting mm-hmm. their ecosystems and, yeah, they're wanting to nibble on everything. Okay. So... I have friends that have motion detector water guns (laughs) in their garden, which, you know, work really well for them. So, um, 
and it's pretty harmless. Just the deer get a little bit surprised by the water and take Well, off. and cayenne pepper can work, but you have to keep applying it or the deer off stuff that you yeah. buy commercially every time it rains. And, yeah. you know, and if you're not quick or, or it rains at night and they sneak in in the morning, then. Yeah, that, that could be a whole episode on how to deal with deer in oh, our yeah, gardens. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and fencing. fencing. Yeah. People are you know, dispense in your garden and okay. So protect defenses it. against deer there. That's the <laughs> topic of another, another show. The so we're just wrapping up the first yeah. half of this show. And then we'll come back with more Carolyn Wagland after the commercial break. Bye for the moment. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to whatever the heck this show is called with <laughs> Jenny Cressman, your host, chatting with the interesting person today, Carolyn Wagland. In the first half of the show, we talked a little bit about Carolyn's past, doing a lot of graphic design work, some for the Festival of the Arts here in Huntsville and other places that people will probably know her name for, or, um, Gravity Art and Design. And then we started talking about her shift in gears to something that is inspiring to her work as an artist, nature. So Carolyn is getting into gardening in a big way. We talked a little bit about naturegardendesigns.ca, a project that she is getting started with another friend. Did you want to say a little bit more about that before we move to the side job? Um, so it's naturegardens.ca. Gardens. Yes. Yeah, okay. that's okay. No, that that was that is where I'm spending part of my time. Okay. And and uh, that's you and one other woman who's a naturalist. Yeah. What is her name? Her name is Jen Falvey. And, okay. Uh, yeah, she's great to to bounce ideas off of and create things with. So. Okay, so you'll be a team dealing with pollinators and gardens and pollinators <laughs> and everything in between and and fun things. Um, yeah. And I just low got, maintenance gardening and also natural things working that are in, with nature indigenous to the, the area. Line. Yes, a lot of native plants. Okay, but the other thing you're doing is also quite lovely. It's quite lovely and it's quite different and it is totally where my muse lies because mm. I've I've completed a number of uh, floral paintings based on my own gardening. Um, but I'm so excited. I just got my first <laughs> couple of days in and the first couple of days of gardening are the toughest for the year. You're just like, oh, oh muscles. I remember <laughs> you gardening muscles. Um, but it's great. I'm working at the Indigo Rain Flower Farm with uh, Marty Martin. And uh-huh. oh, wow, such fun, such fun. And I am learning so much already. Mm-hmm. Um, har- flowering, at, uh, sorry, gardening for um, flowers specifically and the techniques involved and when to harvest for cut flowers. And she just has such beautiful bouquets and, uh-huh. and things are just kicking off there. So I'm loving it. Um, well, and you're both artists in different ways. I yeah. know Marnie as a weaver extraordinaire, yeah, yeah. and she also did a design for the cover of the Huntsville Festival Absolutely. of the Arts brochure years yeah. ago too. When I think I was still on the board for that one, I can't yeah. remember. And, but so the two of you, um, with nature as a muse, I imagine for your artwork, are probably just going to create a, a even more wonderful vibe at yeah. the Indigo Rainflower. Farms. Oh, it's so much fun, and um, we've already talked a little bit about. Um, potentially doing um, well combining what I love which is art and gardening and Mm -hmm. you know workshops like maybe come draw flowers with me in the garden or at the flower farm and 
So I think the potential for that is great. I'm really uh-huh. looking forward to it. So I'm developing those things right now and mm-hmm. hope to have some workshops ready for when the flowers are in bloom at the uh-huh. farm. And it's so exciting. This is such a fun thing to watch. Um, gardens go from a, like a blank slate mm-hmm. into blooming stages. And then, you know, just like I'm already imagining the lovely amounts, like just all the inspiration and, and the muse that's going to come from from being there. It's already mm-hmm. a lovely space to begin with. But, and uh, where is it located? It's uh, down by the locks. It's on, I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember the, I don't exactly have the address. Still on Brunel Road, yeah. that area? Uh, down, down at that way. Okay. And I can't think of the name of the road. But anyways, okay, it's not so, far out of town. It's about right, a five minutes. So close minute. to Huntsville. Yep. And for those listening internationally, that's Huntsville, Ontario, not <laughs> Alabama or Texas. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Just, you know, a little disclaimer. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so you don't have as far to drive then as you did in the past. <laughs> that's right. Right. A little shorter commute. And it's, it's, I always like being closer to Huntsville. So, yeah, looking forward to that. It's it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it provides me with a lot of inspiration for creating artwork. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it would. And so your artwork now is shifting more to illustration. Right. So can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with that? Yeah, I took a little boot camp from uh, a surface pattern designer. Mm. And it simply means you're creating an illustration where you set it up so it has seamless repeating um pattern so Ah. it is so much fun Um, sort of like the mobius loop of artwork well yeah and (laughs) and it has so many applications so Uh from fabric to products uh (laughs) duvet covers um anything on a mug uh you know it goes on and on and on and on yeah it's um any i really once i started doing this i was watching characters on tv and i'd watch the pattern on their shirt thinking oh i was watching um i think it was murder in paradise or something which was a caribbean based thing um Mm -hmm. brit box anyways it was fun and every you know they'd have these fabulous patterns and that's all i could think of was like oh it's a great pattern. Oh no, I don't really like the palette on that one. And um, so I, I've really become a little bit obsessed with creating patterns mm-hmm. out of illustrations um, that I'm creating. And uh, yeah, well, so much and fun. looking at your website, gravityartdesign.com, yep. some wonderful examples of what you've been up to lately are yeah. here there. And yeah. there's one in particular that I think you've you brought a sample with you, not that uh, we can show sample. the listeners, but you can describe perhaps <laughs> the sangria yeah. design. So that's what uh, sort of came out of this little workshop that I did. Mm-hmm. And it was like, just choose something, create a mood board. What are you inspired by? And all I did was close my eyes and think back to when I was in Madrid in Spain <laughs> with a couple of friends just and sitting a in a piazza, just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, a little sangria. <laughs> and it was a fabulous day. And we just like lingered there. <laughs> Um, and I wanted to create that feeling, so I just came up with a little illustration about all the, you know, took into account all the ingredients, what goes into sangria, and mm-hmm. then of course I'm researching proper sangria recipes, <laughs> and um, just created a little design based on that, and uh-huh. then took that into a surface pattern design, and then ultimately, you know, it works out really well as a beach bag, or as a duvet cover, or curtains, and it's just so yeah, much fun, yeah. the possibilities, yeah. yeah. Possibilities so are yeah, endless. It, it, so it's like a burgundy tone with some orange and there's slices yeah. of orange. And yeah. What else? Some like, mint leaves and, okay. uh, of course, the wine colors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, I just it and when I I actually have it here, and when I look at it, it just makes me think of that time sitting around. It makes me thirsty. It, it's really that's. <laughs> let's let's go get some sangria, Jenny. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, just want to relay that kind of warm, happy feeling to other people through my illustration, and that's that's what I want to do. When I when I did this, ordered the fabric, and it arrived, it just gave me such joy. Uh huh. And um, yeah. A lot of fun. Well, and you say in the bio on your website, I find myself depicting images that speak to my heart and soul. Yeah, I so do. So there you go. <laughs> Sangria speaks to me also, but maybe for different reasons. <laughs> but the other designs that you have are, are more nature-based, directly nature-based flowers yeah. and so forth. Yeah, I have some vintage floral designs and I have quite a few in the works that haven't been uh, put up there yet, but... Mm-hmm. Um, they're coming. They're okay. coming. I'm just going to keep working on those as I'm gardening. And maybe I see an iris in the garden or something that inspires uh-huh. me. And that'll be the next one. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to kind of keep letting the gardening feed the art and the art feed the gardening and maybe combine the two in workshops, you know, get people yeah. to experience the same kind of fun that I'm having. Well, it'll be so fun to watch what comes out of your summer. Yeah. So it, I know you're going to be so busy in the summer, you probably won't be able to uh, to bring everything to fruition. So then over the winter, yeah. uh, after things have gestated a bit, then I think you your work will really bloom online. Absolutely. Thanks, Jenny. Yeah, that's, that's what it feels like. And it's really a good relationship that I, I, I see kind of existing between the gardening gigs mm-hmm. and the art gigs and just they just keep feeding one another and they're things that make me happy. So I hope that other people feel that from what I create. I think they do. I certainly <laughs> do when I look at your work. Um, and so just so everyone else can look at your work quite oh, easily. Let's yep. just tell them again. Gravity art design.ca it's gravity calm yeah (laughs) so it's gravity art and design and design dot com and you can also reach um the same destination at carolynwagland.com okay um yeah and then the other one that you're part of nature gardens oh nature gardens.ca.ca and then there is indigo rain flower farm Dot com. Dot and com. just, yeah, all of this. I'm so excited to be part of all of these these initiatives. It's going uh, to make me very happy. Good. Well, yeah. it's always nice to be happy. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and inspired. Indeed. And enthused about your work and your creativity flowing, flowing, flowing. Yeah, nothing feels better. Nothing yeah. feels better for sure. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Carolyn. And hey, we'll, we'll have to plan that you know get together so we don't have to, so otherwise i'll just have to invite you in as a guest in the studio again later and i'll bring sangria yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a pleasure thanks jenny okay. all right bye-bye carolyn and bye-bye <laughs> y'all wherever you're listening from we'll see you in two weeks <laughs>